believe presidential campaigns are underway. The Iowa caucuses were just wrapped up this week. And I am fortunate enough to have the opportunity, the first ever opportunity on Talking with Bungie to interview a national personality. I had the opportunity to sit down with Vermont Senator and presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. Okay, I have this unique experience to interview Senator Bernie Sanders. I want to thank you for taking time off from the campaign trail to join me here on Death by Bungie's podcast, Talking with Bungie. Yes. Thank you very much, Senator. I know your time is valuable. You have been canvassing the entire country, going around for your campaign for president. I want to talk to you today specifically about hunting and crossbow hunting, because that is the nature of Death by Bungie. That's what Death by Bungie is all about. Yep. I want to talk to you about being out there on the campaign trail. Have you had an opportunity out there to talk to people about crossbows and crossbow legislation? We've been talking to people all across this country. Well, right now, crossbow hunters across the country are faced with dilemmas, right? Yes. We don't have crossbow recognition. We don't have crossbow equality the way that I and others believe we should have. I intend to change that. Well, crossbow hunters in some states like New York are still relegated to a special part of the season. They might get a, a week here, a week there to go out there and exercise their tree stand muscles with their crossbows, go out there and hunt with a crossbow. Whereas other people using archery equipment might get week upon week of that same opportunity using compound bows or traditional archery. Does anybody think that that is not insane? Well, I hear you. But just because people choose a crossbow in New York, they are required to buy a muzzleloader stamp. They don't have crossbow equality in New York the way we do in other states. And now we're seeing a movement in Wisconsin where Wisconsin is faced with this. Wisconsin hunters have gotten crossbow equality, and there's a movement led by many bow hunters out there to reduce that, to reduce that crossbow equality. What is the mood of of citizens across the country when you discuss this with them on the campaign trail. Outrage. Well, that's good to hear, Senator. Thank you very much. I'm glad to hear that. Um, and I share that outrage. Can you tell me why we are seeing movements like what we're seeing in Wisconsin, where they're trying to dial back and reduce hunting opportunity for people? That is the $64 question. Why is all that going on? You know why? An unprecedented level of greed and corruption. All of these things, trade agreements, and I oppose all of them. Okay, well, I'm not really sure what the trade agreements really have to do with it, but I understand what you're saying. There is a certain level of greed going on here. Yes. Are you saying that it's the bow hunters, the folks out there who want to protect, quote, their deer, and keep those dear to themselves, that's kind of what you're saying? I understand why people think the way they think. All right, so that's the greed we're talking about. Yep. How is it that folks like the Wisconsin bow hunters who want to dial back crossbow equality, how is it that those folks have gained so much power that 
we as crossbow hunters, we thought we had this thing licked. We thought that we had crossbow equality in Wisconsin, and now we're faced with possibly losing that equality. How is that? How did that happen? How did the bow hunters in Wisconsin gain that much power? They went to wealthy people's homes, and they sat down with a bunch of millionaires and billionaires, and they left with all their billions of dollars running ads all over the country, putting funding into phony think tanks, trying to defeat me. Well, I don't, I don't um, think, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Senator, but I, I don't really think that this is all about you on the campaign trail. I don't think they're focusing so much on that as they are trying to remove other hunters from the scene, from the hunting scene there in Wisconsin. Yes. When we talk about places like New York, the New York Bow Hunters Association, I get what you're talking about there. They have a huge membership a membership that has a vested interest in crossbow equality, in prohibiting crossbows from full equality. And they were successful with the state legislature there in New York, in Albany, yes. keeping their state assembly sort of in their pocket, so to speak. And I use that term loosely. I'm not pointing fingers. But they were successful for decades keeping crossbows out of the picture. I'm the only candidate for president who will tell you this. Okay. And that is the system that we have right now in this country, economically and politically, yep. is not only rigged, it is profoundly corrupt. Okay. Profoundly corrupt. You're dealing with crooks. Whoa, I don't think um, we need to call names here, Senator. I understand that the folks in Albany, the legislature up there, they do have, I'm sure that there are many of them who have an anti-hunting agenda. One out of five people. So expanding hunting to include things like crossbow hunting is probably not high on their list of priorities. I get that. And so we're faced with fighting the anti-hunter mentality in the state assembly, in the state legislature. But in addition to that, also fighting the the sort of monopoly that the New York bow hunters have on the ear of the legislators. Is that the sort of corruption that you're talking about? That's issue number one. Issue number two you ask is how do we change society? That's really what you're asking. If you study history, okay, the only way that real change ever comes about is when millions of people stand up and fight for it. They fight for justice. It's the women's movement. It is the civil rights movement. I see that. How do we change all that? And the only way we change it is by millions of people becoming involved in an unprecedented grassroots movement. I see that, and I can appreciate that. What you're saying is that we as crossbow hunters have to stand up and unite, yes. and we need to support our fellow and sister crossbow hunters nationwide, yeah. like the folks in Wisconsin. You're suggesting perhaps that we, as crossbow hunters, for example, me in Pennsylvania, me and Bungie here in Pennsylvania, we should stand up and fight for our fellow and sister crossbow hunters in Wisconsin and in New York. These people on top are so powerful okay. that the only way we bring them down the only way we make the kinds of transformation is when millions of people are prepared to stand up okay. and fight back. I, I hear you. I hear that. I understand what you're saying. We need to sort of unite, come together, and support our fellow crossbow hunters yeah. in taking on groups like the New York Bow Hunters and taking on like the groups that we're seeing emerge in Wisconsin in order to assure that we have crossbow equality. That's what I hear you saying? Yes. Okay, well, before we get on to any other issues, can I suggest that this fight for crossbow equality in these various states is very similar to the fight for hunting in and of itself, that we as hunters need to unite yes. to make sure that long-term our interests are heard and protected and our right to go out there, our privilege to go out there and continue to hunt is protected. Yeah. 
Yep. Yes. Well, I so much appreciate your time. I know your time is valuable. Could you give us sort of a picture about where the future of crossbow hunting lies, the future of hunting lies? Are we going to be successful in this fight? Yep. What is our path to victory and what are our chances of success? Can you talk to that? Look, mm -hmm. I wish I could give you a, a magical answer to make you feel great and, and totally confident in the future. I, I can't. Okay. I believe that the goal of human life, that you are richer emotionally as a human being, when we have community, when we care about each other, when we love each other, when we are compassionate, Okay. not when we're stepping on other people, when we bring people together despite superficial differences, we become better human beings. I think we become happier human beings, more satisfied human beings. Yep. That's what I think has to happen. Thank you very much, Senator. I very much appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I cannot agree more with the senator from Vermont. I have to tell you that as a crossbow hunter, I totally agree that the more crossbow equality we have out there, the greater likelihood we have of having happy people, happy people who happen to be hunters. There is no question about that in my mind. And I fully support the efforts of the folks in Wisconsin to fight for and maintain the crossbow equality. We had to fight for that to begin with up there. The folks in Wisconsin had to fight to get the crossbow recognized as a legal hunting implement. They had to fight for that option in the first place. And now on top of that, it's almost an insult to me that folks would try to dial back those successes, to dial back the legislation so that they can't continue to hunt with a crossbow. That's unacceptable to me. For that reason, I do hope that you will go out there and that you will engage in that topic as it goes forward. Now, this podcast, if you didn't pick up on this by now, I'm going to let you in on a secret. This podcast, this particular episode was satire, right? It's all parody. It's not true. I didn't really interview Bernie Sanders. I just thought it would be a fun idea for a podcast, and I kind of enjoyed putting this together. Legally, I'm allowed to do this. I actually pirated this interview and chopped it all up in my editing software and put it together with and interspliced it with my commentary and my questions and that sort of thing. And I did that to make it fun, and hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully we got something out of it. But I also did it to convey the message, the underlying message that we need to continue this fight, not just with hunting at large. That's a very important part of this. It's very important to me that we all sort of bind together to push forward that fight. We need to support our fellow and sister hunters. But right now it is crucial that we weigh in on and support our crossbow hunting brethren out in Wisconsin who are at risk here. There is a legitimate effort at this point to reduce and dial back crossbow legislation. That same effort, they haven't even gotten to the point of crossbow equality in states like New York. And there is a New York crossbow coalition that's working very hard to change that. Season after season, I watch the folks up there in New York continue that fight. They've had some successes in that they've gotten a few weeks to hunt with a crossbow, a couple of weeks. During a prime part of the season, that's appreciated, but it certainly is not fair that they can't go out in the early season and enjoy those food plots with their crossbow the way that other folks can do with compound bows. That's not fair. 
We need to fight for crossbow equality. So that's really the takeaway of this. This is reproduced, and I hope no one ever takes offense to me reproducing that interview here. I understand that the podcast that I pirated it from, and pirated is probably a loaded term, not the term I should use, but I took that podcast interview from another podcast, okay, that interview with, with the senator from another podcast, and I have used it here under the terms of fair use. I've mentioned this before in other instances here on Death by Bungie, but I am a lawyer. I have a history, a background uh, with and, a, and an understanding of the law. My belief here is, and I think I'm totally legally justified in doing this, is that this was done under fair use. It is an exception to copyright because this was parody and it is commentary. That's what it is. So I really do appreciate it, and I hope no one takes offense that I used that interview. Um, in fact, I hope to do more things like this down the road as part of this podcast. The podcast is an evolving concept for me. I hope you're getting something out of the feedback so far has been both appreciated by me, but it has also been positive feedback, and I really do appreciate that. The Wisconsin Crossbow Federation, in fact, has urged folks to attend their April meeting to protect crossbow usage in Wisconsin. That was a post that I shared on the Death by Bungie Facebook page. There are, for those of you who are not Facebook friendly, uh, there are two Facebook pages for Death by Bungie. One is the post where I upload all my stuff, but the way Facebook works, you can't really upload your stuff to that page. So what I did is I set up with the help of some great moderators who I hope to feature on this on upcoming episodes of this podcast. But I put together a Facebook group page and there you can share your stories, your issues, your pictures, all that fun stuff on there. And I comment on that and try to stay as involved in that as possible also as time allows. So please look out for both of those Facebook pages. There are a series of questions coming up on Wisconsin ballots. The Wisconsin Crossbow Federation is another page you can join on Facebook. I have joined that page, and I urge you to take a look at and join the fight for Wisconsin and to support them in any way that you can do so. The same thing goes for the New York Crossbow Coalition. And if there are other crossbow-related organizations that are worthy of the support of Bungie or the Friends of Bungie, the Bungie Army, so to speak, the Bungie Militia. If there are other organizations out there and you wish to spread their message, consider posting such a thing on the Death by Bungie Facebook group page, and I will support it as there as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking with Bungie, the Death by Bungie podcast. And, as always, until next time, all hail Bungie. Bungie. <laughs>